Welcome to Sundays from St. Rock's for the Solemnity of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I am Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest at St. Rock's in Glen Iris. As we continue in our lockdown in Melbourne, I hope that this podcast will help you and your families spend some time in prayer as you keep Sunday as a holy day. You'll hear the readings from the Mass of the Day, a short homily, and a few prayers. Throughout the podcast, there will be periods of silence. Take those moments to think about the words you have heard in the Scriptures and to talk to God in your own words. I invite you now to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who assumed the Immaculate Virgin Mary, the mother of your Son, body and soul into heavenly glory. Grant, we pray, that, always attentive to the things that are above, we may merit to be sharers of her glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. A reading from the book of Revelation. The sanctuary of God in heaven opened, and the Ark of the Covenant could be seen inside it. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman adorned with the sun, standing on the moon, and with the twelve stars on her head for a crown. She was pregnant and in labour, 
crying aloud in the pangs of childbirth. Then a second sign appeared in the sky, a huge red dragon which had seven heads and ten horns, and each of the seven heads crowned with a coronet. Its tail dragged a third of the stars from the sky and dropped them to the earth, and the dragon stopped in front of the woman as she was having the child, so that he could eat it as soon as it was born from its mother. The woman brought a male child into the world, the son who was to rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And the child was taken straight up to God and to his throne, while the woman escaped into the desert, where God had made a place of safety ready. Then I heard a voice shout from heaven, Victory and power and empire for ever have been won by our God, and all authority for his Christ. The Word of the Lord. Psalm 44 The daughters of kings are among your loved ones. On your right stands the queen in gold of her fear. Listen, O daughter, give ear to my words. Forget your own people and your father's house. So will the king desire your beauty. He is your lord, pay homage to him. They are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the king. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of all who have fallen asleep. Death came through one man, and in the same way the resurrection of the dead has come through one man. Just as all men die in Adam, so all men will be brought to life in Christ, but all of them in their proper order. Christ as the first fruits and then, after the coming of Christ, those who belong to him. After that will come the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, having done away with every sovereignty, authority and power. For he must be king until he has put all his enemies under his feet, and the last of the enemies to be destroyed is death, for everything is to be put under his feet. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out at that time and went as quickly as she could to a town in the hill country of Judah. She went into Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. Now as soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She gave a loud cry and said, Of all women... You are the most blessed. 
and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Why should I be honoured with a visit from the mother of my Lord? For the moment your greeting reached my ears, the child in my womb leapt for joy. Yes, blessed is she who believed that the promise made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit exalts in God my Saviour, because he has looked upon his lowly handmaid. Yes, from this day forward all generations will call me blessed, for the Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name, and his mercy reaches from age to age for those who fear him. He has shown the strength of his arm, he has routed the proud of heart. He has pulled down princes from their thrones and exalted the lowly. The hungry he has filled with good things, the rich sent empty away. He has come to the help of Israel his servant, mindful of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, of his mercy to Abraham and to his descendants for ever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back home. The Gospel of the Lord. Ever since the end of her life, the tradition has been passed on from the apostles that Mary's body did not remain on earth, but was taken up into heaven with her soul. The place from which this occurred, in Jerusalem, has been venerated ever since, as the last place that the Mother of God was on earth. A monastery is on that site today, maintaining a prayerful presence in honour of Our Lady's Assumption. The Second Vatican Council reminded us, Finally, the Immaculate Virgin Mary, preserved free from all stain of original sin, when the course of her earthly life was finished, was taken up body and soul into heavenly glory, and exalted by the Lord as Queen over all things, so that she might be the more fully conformed to her Son, the Lord of Lords and Conqueror of sin and death. The Church is devoted to Mary, but we do not adore her in the way we adore Christ. She is honoured with many titles that describe aspects of her involvement in the life of grace. Today is one of those great feasts that demonstrates our devotion to her. Mary was taken up to heaven in glory, body and soul. We believe that Our Lady is the one spoken of in today's first reading from the book of Revelation the Lady crowned in heaven. Jesus, of course, had ascended into heaven, body and soul, some years earlier. So upon her arrival in heaven, we can imagine her being met by her son. Imagine the joy of that reunion. Her assumption is a participation in Christ's resurrection and an anticipation of the resurrection of other Christians. We are fully human like her. One day 
If we are free from sin, our bodies and souls will be reunited in heaven as well. We want to live a life of holiness so that we will be welcomed into heaven for a similarly joyful meeting with Jesus. It is good for us to pray to Our Lady. We are reminded on this feast day that she is really in heaven now with Jesus. It's fair to think that she is the most influential of all the saints in answering our prayers. The Feast of the Assumption also reminds us of our heavenly goal. Our minds are drawn to heaven as we remember that the supernatural life is the one that matters most. We know in these times very well how little control we have over our material world and we can become distressed at all that we are losing. We are reminded that whatever can be taken from us in this material world, no one can take from us our participation in the life of God. No one can stop us using heaven as our reference point for our decisions here. We are all offered the gift of holiness. It is up to us whether we accept that gift or not. We should be hopeful that if we are faithful disciples like Our Lady, we will one day join her and her son in heaven. Take a moment now to think of what you need to pray for and whom you wish to pray for. You may like to speak these prayers out loud as a family or offer them to God silently. We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there 
and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Sunday. We hope you can join us tomorrow as we celebrate the Feast of St. Rock. God bless.